L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. I'm Jason Alberti. And I'm Lindsay Prince. I am a dad of two boys, a comedy writer, and I love medieval literature. I'm the mom of two girls, a comedy writer, and I love TikTok. Hey, we've got a new podcast. And it's called What Do You Want to Talk About? We talk about everything from almond milk lattes to xenophobia. New episodes every Monday. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What Do You Want to Talk About is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, you can visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Hey, Lindsay, did I tell you the story about Skarpeva Njalsson when he was in Iceland and he was dying because he was under this log on fire and he pulls out this molar and he whips it into Thurl Thurlson's eye? No, I don't understand most of what you just said. Oh. Oh, Jason, did I tell you that Billy Eilish got bangs? What's a Billy Eyelash? What is up, everybody? We are back with another episode of A Load of BS, the podcast where we talk about all things brand strategy. My name is James. With me in the studio here is Sarah, of course. Sarah, how are you? I'm good. Good. Looking good. Sounding good. So, episode five. Wow. That's a lot of episodes. They let us record this much. I know. It's pretty crazy, right? <laughs> I I would say crazy is the top adjective I'd use. By the way, the they that we're referring to is Elias Podcast Network. They are the producers of this show. Uh, you can find out more about Elias Podcast Network by going to LASPodcastNetwork.com. Check out a bunch of other awesome podcasts. They're not all business related. No. Um, no, they're not. Did you hear the intro to this one? That's a pretty funny podcast. That sounded fantastic. I'm yeah. actually going to go listen to I it. I need to check that out. And if you like what you hear from us as well as other local weirdos, please consider supporting us um, on laspodcastnetwork.com forward slash plus. It's only 10 bucks a month. Mm. You can get some great bonus content there. That's a good deal. So, James. Sarah. Wh- we are talking about the difference between marketing and branding today. Oh and boy. as I understand it, this is a question that you get a lot. Yeah, this is a question that um, makes a lot of people mad, too, if you don't answer it correctly. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so are you ready to make some people mad? Because oh, I'm, any way you spend it, this, this question could be answered incorrectly. <laughs> absolutely. I love making people mad. So when we were talking while we were planning this episode, you actually said something and it was genius and we can't figure out when we got it from but i'm pretty sure we you got it from somewhere else <laughs> yeah so it's a terrible thing to say no james you're a genius yeah well i read a lot of things on linkedin and somebody somewhere said that um brand your brand is your story and marketing is telling that story um i wish i could remember who said that i can't remember if it was like you know a famous person who wrote a book or just some random person on linkedin but whoever that was um i thought that was pretty smart um Fabian did say, Fabian Geierhalter did say something similar once. He said, you have to create the word before you can spread the gospel. Um, and I agree with that. You know, there's there's so much discussion about branding and marketing. There's so much confusion about the difference between the two. And there's a lot of people who will talk about one and somebody else will think they're talking about the other because not everyone has the exact same definition of both of those things. And so, 
it's hard to talk about, you know, what the differences are if we're all working with different definitions. So, and you and I even disagreed a little bit earlier today when we were talking about this. Um, we do that sometimes. It's yes, the best <laughs> the best episodes are when we're just fighting each other. Yes, and when I win, because <laughs> I feel like that is the best episode that happens. <laughs> yes, um, someday that will probably happen, and you'll enjoy it. I win. <laughs> so, you know. I guess we could briefly try to define the two and then talk a little bit about the differences. Um, you know, when I, when I think of, we've talked about the definition of brand before. I think our first episode was called what is brand. Um, I typically use Marty Newmeyer's definition of brand. It's a very, it's a very popular definition. Pretty much anybody who, who is interested in brand strategy has probably read some of his books and, and heard this definition, which is that your brand is your uh, is a person's gut feeling about your product, service, or company. So, you know, that's kind of a intangible thing, mm-hmm. a gut feeling. Um, it's not something you can control. I can't control how you feel about me or my business or my product. I can influence it um, with things like marketing um, and advertising and things like that. So, you know, branding tends to be a little bit brand strategy especially tends to be more of an intangible thing where I think marketing is usually more tangible. You know, there's Facebook posts is, is, is marketing. That's a tangible thing. You can sit down and create um, graphics and, and uh, flyers and things like that are tangible things. Yeah. And, and I do agree with you. And so we tend to, you and I tend to fall on different sides of the line and sometimes we disagree because you are a big picture guy and I am a bottom line type of girl. Yep. Um, so you are more of the branding strategist and I have always been more of the marketing strategist. Yep. So I would add to the, the definition that you said before of the brand is your story and marketing is telling the story. I would add to marketing, telling the story being like marketing, telling the story effectively to your desired audience. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, so, but branding is foundational because you're right without that story in place, what are you going to tell? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can just, you could, your quote marketing could just be, you know, buy my product, please. (laughs) And, you know, that might work, I don't know, depending on what your product is, but people these days are so much more um, concerned with, with the company. Um, You know, there's, there's so many companies that sell so many products. You could buy basically the same product from three or four different companies. Mm -hmm. So the question is, why do you buy from the particular company that you buy from? And it's almost always, you know, the brand. There's something about the company that, that they jive with that they like. And so they choose to buy that particular brand's product versus the other three options that are basically the same product. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking this morning to a couple of guys I just met um, at a networking event, and they asked me, basically they asked me this, literally they said, what's the definition or what's the difference between branding and marketing? Um and we we got into talking about sales and we we're talking about sales funnels and so pretty much everybody's familiar with the typical sales funnel you know you imagine a funnel like a triangle with the, the big part on top and the little part on bottom mm-hmm. and the idea is that you dump you know a bunch of leads in the top of the funnel and then as they go through various steps in your process they come out the bottom of the funnel um, as a conversion and of course there's you know whatever number of people go in the top of the funnel, only a very small fraction come out the bottom as an actual conversion. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of companies make the mistake where they think marketing is, the point of marketing is to get as many people in the top of that funnel as possible. Mm-hmm. 
which is not a great strategy. You're going to you're going to waste a lot of marketing dollars doing that. The goal should be to get the right people in the top of the funnel. Absolutely. Would you rather spend, you know, $5,000 a month to get, you know, 500 leads and then 20 of those 500 leads turn into conversions or would you rather pay half that amount of money, only put 100 people in the top of your funnel but still get 50 leads at the end of it? Exactly. And that highly, highly targeted approach is built on the foundation of brand, but all messaging and marketing has to be looking through the scope of that brand, creating that kind of, as we kind of talked about in episode one, um, creating that consistency um, that people begin to trust you and Mm -hmm. trust your message. um, And sticking with that is going to produce the type of audience that you want talking directly to that audience and messaging directly to them as opposed to that kind of spray and pray method. So I, when I'm comparing it for people, I'm like, when you're talking about marketing, you don't just want as many people as possible. I'm like, I've, I've done that. I've made that mistake. I think, Mm -hmm. I think any digital marketer has probably made any marketer Mm -hmm. has probably made that mistake where they're like spray and pray, (laughs) just tell somebody that I'm doing something and hope somebody buys something. Yeah. But the truth is, that's not always going to get you and honestly, rarely get to your ideal customer. The point of marketing is to talk about your message in a way that connects with your ideal customer that makes it so that they're seeing, hey, being connected with this person or company. So if your personal brand is person, if you're a company, obviously, Mm -hmm. um, or this product or or what have you makes my life better. And that's your ideal customer talking. Mm -hmm. That's the point of marketing is the connection. Right. Um, And, you know, living in our highly, highly social, I don't know how to say that social medialized world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just made that up. That's a made up word. (laughs) George Bush now. I'm just going to make up words. (laughs) Brand strategy. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I just drank seven up. <laughs> um, but connecting with your ideal audience that makes them go, oh, and again, in using your brand, like putting it through the scope of your brand and, and allowing them to have that gut instinct or that gut feeling about you that says, I want to be a part of what they're a part of and what they're offering makes my life better. Absolutely. You know, I mean, sorry. So I forgot to give the example. I was going to say it's like that spray and pray mm. versus a sniper shot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, if you're just trying to pick one person out of a crowd, you spray and pray, you're paying $2 a bullet. Whereas, you know, if you just snipe the guy, you just paid for one bullet. This is getting dark, but it's a great analogy. Well, and a sniper (laughs) is more highly skilled. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Um, they know to hit center mast rather than at the head. I'm sorry. <laughs> Gosh, this is getting it's dark. getting even darker. <laughs> um, yeah, we're basically trying to teach you how to murder your ideal client. <laughs> Gosh. No, we just want you to hit that. I mean. Hit the target. Hit yeah. the target. I mean, it, there's there's so much wasted, so many wasted marketing dollars out there. I mean, every person who comes to your website who who probably wasn't going to buy your product anyways is just a waste of your money. I mean, and there are, that's what people, I don't think people like to think that way. They don't like to admit that there are people out there who wouldn't want their product. And you just have to come to terms with that. Whatever you're selling, there are people who aren't just, they're just not going to vibe with, with your brand. You know, they're, Apple realizes that and they're okay with it. They target the people who they think are most likely to buy their product. They're not going to waste money trying to advertise to people who who have a low chance of conversion. 
And so, you know, you say that to people and they say, okay, well, how do I, how do I make sure that I'm targeting the right people? And that's where brand comes in. Um, you know, I will never tell you that marketing isn't important. Uh, marketing is very important. It, it's very difficult to, you know, to run a business without marketing. It's nearly impossible. So marketing is very important. But I think if you, if your brand is strong enough, um, your marketing is easier and you maybe don't have to do as much of it. Um, I like to say that, like, maybe I should say advertising instead of marketing, but I like to say that marketing is pushing your products at people. Brand is pulling people towards your product. And that puts marketing kind of a negative light, but, um, and so that's why I say maybe you think advertising would be better than marketing. But I think advertising is a better, because advertising is the hard sell. In yeah. my opinion. So like if you, one of my favorite books when I was doing the social media thing, no words, James, no words <clears throat> about me doing the social media thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he I wants to up. stop it. <laughs> um, um, is um, reading his book, Jab, 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 Right Hook. Mm-hmm. That is the Gary Vaynerchuk book. Very good book. I relied on it very heavily. The marketing part of it were kind of these soft jabs and it wasn't asking for the buy asking for the buy, asking for the buy, it was, here's a give. I'm going to give you this. Here's mm-hmm. something that will help you. I'm going to give you this. That, in my mind, is really smart marketing Yeah. For, for several reasons. But first of all, because, I mean, I think givers in this world achieve more than takers. Um, and, I agree. And that's my bottom line up front is givers achieve more um, just because of that attitude that it takes to be a giver um and second of all if if nothing else you're showcasing your expertise by being able to give out this information to people um and those are things that you can use a a brilliant in my mind and again i didn't come up with it gary vaynerchuk did Mm. um way to just reach people and allow them because marketing is kind of meeting people on their common ground um and like brand is establishing where your ground is. Marketing is meeting them on common ground. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully when you're doing advertising and you're you're giving them product to buy into or a service to buy into, you're taking your people to higher ground because then you actually know that your product or your services were selling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I like that strategy. Um, I don't know if he's read the book, but Chris Doe, who has the YouTube channel, The Future, he... He's a huge advocate for giving away all your secrets, just mm-hmm. educating people, give, you know, just being useful, put out useful content that people enjoy and find useful. And he, I mean, he's, his agency is the kind of agency that is sending out $100,000 plus invoices, right? So he's, he's doing very well, despite the fact that he just spends most of his time giving away all his secrets on YouTube. And some people think, well, how am I supposed to make any money how am i supposed to get any clients if i'm just telling everybody oh my gosh that's like one of the top objections that i get is well what if nobody comes to me because and i'm like nobody's listening (laughs) like i know i know that sounds really rough but i'm like okay so of the four people that are listening to the podcast right now hey thanks guys (laughs) appreciate you hi hi mom (laughs) my mom doesn't even listen to podcasts she's like i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) but of those people 2% 2% of them, so less than one of them, 
<laughs> is actually going to take and apply what you're saying. So mm-hmm. stop sweating it. Yeah. Like the whole world doesn't revolve around you. Nobody is waiting with bated breath on your content. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, you were saying something. But, I, I just, you know, figured I'd bring everybody back to reality. <laughs> no, that's fine. I like to say, you know, imagine if Pepsi, Pepsi Cola company, posted the ingredients, like all the ingredients and the process that they use to make Pepsi on the internet. How many people would stop buying Pepsi because now they know how to make it themselves? That sounds terrible. Nobody, nobody would do that. Pepsi. Yeah, like no I one's going to do that. I Chick Fil A sandwich, and I still go to Chick Fil A. Right, but <laughs> because I'm like seventy five dollars short of a pressure cooker, <laughs> if I'm being honest, and I probably still wouldn't. You should get Chick-fil-A. one. Though. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to go Chick Fil A. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but the point is, like, just because you tell somebody how to do it doesn't mean that they know how to, you know. Uh, like cooking, you can you can read a recipe on paper, but that doesn't mean that you're a good cook and that you'll be able to really produce a great product. Um, a great chef who has a lot of experience is going to be able to take a, the same recipe that you looked at and they're going to make a much better product. And it goes the same with websites, logos, website design, branding. I can tell you all my, quote, secrets and I can tell you, you know, the steps I take and, and, and the methods, but that doesn't mean that you're going to be able to just take all that and do a great job mm-hmm. developing your own brand. So, but what it does do is it builds your confidence in me. Um, if I'm talking about the things that I do, um, and and some of the companies I've done it for, then it builds confidence. You say, "Oh, this guy actually does know what he's talking about." Um, so, you know, maybe I want to hire him to help me develop my brand. It's yeah. very few people are are going to hear everything, like you said, hear everything you say, and then go do it all themselves. Yeah. And the the other thing about this, this other really important thing for building a brand, like you said before, there might be several other people putting out the same product or service you put out, right? But with messaging and your brand, so this is a combination of brand and marketing, it's not so much the product or service that you put out, it's your spin on it. Mm-hmm. Because different people are going to relate to you and respond to you and how you put things out. So it's very important that when you're doing a brand that you use the voice needed to connect with the people. And if it's a personal brand, please use your own voice. <laughs> Don't try to copy anybody else because you'll you'll connect with your tribe using your voice. Otherwise, you're going to create an army of people that you just don't want following you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or people in the Philippines that are follow on follower farms and they put thumbs up on all your posts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The- <laughs> Super exciting. <laughs> I landed in an engagement ring the other day and I was like, oh, my gosh, oh, let no. me out. Let me out. <laughs> oh, man, I just learned what those are not too long ago. It's terrible. A bunch, bunch of people getting together and just liking each other's stuff. It's true. And it's just like this incestuous circle of, oh my gosh, your business is so great. No, mm. dude, your business is great. You're so awesome. No, you're <laughs> awesome. And I'm like, and all of them incestuously do business with each other. Yeah. <laughs> and then we never get any bigger and we all stay small in our own worlds. Yep. But, th- but they do it. Yes. And it's terrible. It's a terrible so, way to live. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Back, back to the question. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. The difference so, between branding and marketing. Yeah. So I think we've established that branding is foundational and it's kind of the scope through which we do our marketing. Yeah. And one of the reasons people get this confused and um, is, you know, I like to say basically what you just said where, you know, your brand should influence basically every part of your business. So when you're marketing, 
you should be marketing through the lens of your brand. But at the same time, your marketing can influence your brand. <laughs> um, and marketing is a tool that you can use to influence your brand. Um, when you're trying to when you're trying to influence how people feel about your product and service, you know how do you do that? Marketing. Um, you could just build a website, and and you know James Earl Jones says if you build it, they will come. That might apply to magical baseball fields in Iowa, but that does not apply to a website or a business. Like you have we to go have out and Iowa. tell people, we field of magi- dreams. Yeah, we have a magical baseball field. Yeah, if or you build it, they will one, come. Depending on how you look at it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, continue. Um. So marketing is a tool that we can use to influence brands. So these things are not mutually exclusive. And right. the, the interesting thing in the marketing space and the digital space is that I think a lot of times we as marketers and sometimes even people who own companies try to break these things up to make it easier for our brain to handle. We like to compartmentalize everything and mm-hmm. have nice little buckets for everything. But that's not how it works. I, when... I, I know when I talk to you about it and I get into one of my rants, which happens often mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. because I rant about marketing, <laughs> I say people are trying to make these things, like you said, and in, in put them in their neat little compartments. And it's more like that. It works like an organism. Everything works together. You can't really separate it out like that. Like right now, I believe you and I are trying to describe marketing and brand as independently of each other as we can. Mm -hmm. But they're very closely related. They're not exactly the same thing. But if there was a Venn diagram, (laughs) we could probably see how closely related those things are. I think think it was Fabian who said branding is the new marketing. Um, which is one of those things you just say to sort of get people's attention. He doesn't, and he, he clarifies this statement. He, he's not saying that like marketing is dead or marketing isn't a thing anymore, but um, he sort of just uh, iterated a lot of what we were talking about. You know, marketing without a brand is like putting a beautiful cart before the horse. I think mm-hmm. he said that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I have so many like just random quotes floating around my head that, <laughs> from YouTube videos and books. Um But yeah, and you know, somebody asked one time, um, like, is branding a part of marketing? I don't think so because like there are parts of branding that don't have anything to do with marketing, like the people you hire, the the people you hire can influence your brand and that doesn't really have anything to do uh, with marketing. And see, I disagree with you there, but only based on what we've said about culture because you've had to brand internally and people have had to buy into your company culture to be able to spread the word, which is, that's what I mean. Like there, there's a lot of interplay Mm -hmm. between branding and marketing. So I would disagree with you. Well, how many, I mean, when you think of a marketing department at a company, their job is to get customers. Their job isn't to get new employees. That's HR's department. I I would say a marketing department, their job is not to get customers. Their job is to spread a message. The sales department's job is to get customers. That's true. That's another podcast. What's the difference between sales Sales, and marketing? marketing, (laughs) Sales, marketing, advertising, branding. Well, that'd be like a week-long podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I, I don't think if you were to try to create like a family tree of all your departments, I don't think that branding would be a branch of marketing. See, I think that branding falls under marketing, mostly because you can write it off under marketing. Um, (laughs) In the state of Iowa, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can do that. Um, But um, in terms of to put everything, branding is foundational to marketing. They're not mutually exclusive. There's, There's a lot of interplay there. So that's why I'm like, well, you use brand to influence marketing very clearly. 
but you also use marketing to influence brand. So how could it not be marketing? Well, because like I said, there's branding. Your brand is is outside of marketing. There, your whole business isn't isn't marketing. Marketing is one part of your business. Sales is another part. There's some overlap. HR is another part. PR is another part. There's so much overlap between all these different parts. Your the the color you choose to paint your walls, whether or not you decide to put a, a foosball table in the break room, all these things help. All these decisions should be made through the lens of your brand. You mm. should be thinking when you're trying to decide, should I spend money on on a foosball table in the break room? You should be thinking, was well, that the brand I'm going for? Do I want my employees to you know be happy and have a good time on their break? Whatever. All no, these work. <laughs> <laughs> no, not if you're Amazon. Um, <laughs> so, you know, there's so many decisions that 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 you need to make in a business that don't necessarily have anything to do with marketing. And I think that pretty much every single one of those decisions should be made through the lens of your brand, which is why I, I don't think brand can be like a part of any other department. It's it's like its own thing. And if I was gonna draw like a family tree of my company, I I would. I, I wouldn't even write company. I would write brand. And then everything else would branch off that. The marketing, the sales, the the hiring, the HR, all that uh, would branch off of brand. Okay. Well, I mean, I can see where you're coming from. And there'd be a lot of lines connecting all the things together and all a bunch of things overlapping and it'd be a mess. <laughs> There's, like I said, it's very rarely, because the way we learned to do old business was there's this department and there's this department and this has this and this has this. And I'm like, there's so much interplay that mm. it really shouldn't be a tree as much as like a web or a network. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. The so, messiest Gantt chart you've ever seen for is that sure. a Gantt chart. I have no idea. I don't know. What is a Gantt chart? Don't I, tell me. Gantt chart is something that marketing people know about. Yeah. It's not a branding thing. Well, that's old marketing. <laughs> one thing I was thinking about from one of our older episodes, we were talking about brand names Mm-hmm. And we talked about how a lot of older brand names tended to be kind of boring. They were just like the founder's last name. Mm-hmm. And I think I was thinking about like why that is. And um, I I think that, you know, I've listened to to Marty Newmeyer and Fabian. Fabian's a little younger. He's not much older than us, but Marty's been around for a while. And I mean, he was helping Apple, I think, with some of their stuff way back in the day. And so he's he's seen what the marketing and branding landscape looked like back in the day, so to speak, and what it looks like now. And what I've heard them both talking about is is how our consumer habits are different, how much more we care about the brand today than we did back then. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of why you got your Johnson & Johnson and your Procter & Gamble, because they didn't care back then. It didn't matter. What mattered was we have a product that you need to buy, and then you buy it because you need it, and so you bought it. And that's, mm-hmm. it. that's like it. Now we care so much more about the brand that business names are feeling like they got to be a little more clever with their business name and mm-hmm. with their logo and things like that. I mean, Johnson and Johnson's logo is literally just the word Johnson and Johnson in like a script font. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's their logo. It's very recognizable. And there's nothing wrong with that. We've actually kind of circled back towards, towards more minimalistic type logos like mm-hmm. that. But, but the point is we just, we as consumers care so much more about things other than the product. Whereas back in the day, it was pretty much all about the product. It's true. It's true. 
I think part of that is because there's just so many more businesses. Back then it was like, oh, well, Procter & Gamble's already making paper towels. I guess I'll go make something else. But now it's like, I'm going to make paper towels too. And I'm going to try to convince people to buy my paper towels instead of your paper towels. Well, how do you do that? Brand. No, if you're convincing people, it's marketing. No. (laughs) We're not going to agree on this. If you're telling them the story of the paper towels, that's brand. How do you, <laughs> if the paper towels are exactly the same, how do you use marketing to convince someone to buy yours versus someone else's? Because you don't focus on product. You focus on brand. Right. That's why I said brand. But you have to tell them the story, which is marketing. Right. <laughs> Not disagreeing with you. The assumption is every company markets. Yes. hundred years ago and today. Yes. But a hundred years ago, there was almost no focus on brand. Today, there's a lot more focus on brand. Fair enough. Well, I think we covered a lot today, James. Um, Holy smokes. I learned a lot, guys. Um, Because, like I said, James is the branding guy and I'm the marketing gal. Guru. Stop. Marketing guru. Stop. Stop. It's such a weird word. You're a a weird person, so it fits. Thank you. (laughs) So sweet. Okay. (laughs) So... Um, I believe next time we are on our next episode, we're going to be answering some frequently asked questions about branding. Yes. I may argue with you less, but probably not. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to make not. you better. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> iron sharpens iron. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today yes. on a load of BS. I am Sarah Lysinger. <laughs> I'm James Welbis. And we're, I don't know, are we doing a thing? Are we going to do the LAS stuff again? Do we have to do that like as end? Shoot. It's over. It is over. See you guys next time. Bye, guys. (laughs) The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.